The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, beautiful people. It's Renee Blewett, and I am your host for the She Did That podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite women founders are building these beautiful brands and legacies? Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, already on your journey, or just someone who wants to learn from the best to ever do it, this is the podcast for you. Every week, I'll introduce you to powerhouse entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators who are carving their own paths with love, resilience, and bold ambitions. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Ally Colbert Show. Welcome back to the Allie Colbert Show. I'm your host, Allie Colbert. Can you believe it? Thanks for joining the podcast. I'm recording the intro this week from the island of Naxos in Greece. Thank you, please. Uh, I love when Greek people say, thank you, please. You're like, is that restaurant good? And they're like, yes, please. It's a very good place. Yes, it's amazing. Please. I love the way that they use place. Anyway, we are in Naxos right now. I am joined by Julian. I was here with my sisters and we were in Italy and we ended in Mykonos. And now Julian has joined me in Naxos. Thank you, please. And we are staying at the most incredible hotel. And this is not an ad. I just want to say that this hotel that we're staying at, not being paid to say this, no one's getting any. I'm just sharing the name of this hotel because I think it's so incredible. It's called Ayu Petra, and it's this gorgeous little boutique hotel in the mountains in Naxos, uh, and I just, I can't recommend it enough. It's this, like, experience of every morning you, when you wake up, there it, you feel like you're staying with, like, a Greek family. Like, this woman comes out, and she's bake, making a quiche, and her son is at the reception desk. It's just so amazing, and it's so not, like, your basic... Greek vacation where you're like on the water going to a beach club. I don't know. I just want to share it. Separately, I have to say, and I'm I'm a little surprised by this and then I think about it and I'm less surprised, but I think there are no men more attractive than Greek men. I am consistent, and this is coming from a lesbian, I am consistently stunned by how gorgeous Greek men are. And, you know, this is obviously my taste. I'm not into, you know, I, I'm, go, I'm going through, I'm like, am I straight? Like, I'm having this experience. I'm like, why am I so attracted to these men? I'm not into, like, the blonde, blue-eyed look for men with the pasty skin and they get sunburned. Ugh, nothing for me. I like dark features. Dark, dark, dark. And Greek men, on average, are just so much sexier than an American man. And I think, I think these are the hottest men in the world, the men in Greece. Everywhere we go, whether they're working at a restaurant or just lounging on the beach or the, whatever it is, the men are stunning. 
I don't, I don't even know. I'm not even paying attention to the women. It's so bizarre. I think a lot of the places we were, a lot of the women are vacationing. The Greek women, I don't know. Maybe they're cooking in the kitchen. I'm not totally sure where we are with... Uh, I know it's gay marriage is not legal yet in Greece. I know that to be true. You can... There's some sort of like decoration ceremony you can have, but the but legally gay marriage, that is not legal in Greece, to my understanding. Anyway, the men are gorgeous. I have been ranking them on my stories... I've been posting them, giving them one to 10 gyros, you know, from Giannis to Dimitri to Yakonos. There are, these are beautiful men. Follow along on my stories if you would like to see beautiful men. Thank you, please. I'm kind of delighted by the people watching here. It's very fun to ogle. What I found, having been in Mykonos first, Mykonos, everyone is with a sugar daddy, the women. So they're, I'm not, you know, they have fake breasts and terrible personalities, if they have personalities at all. And they're with rich older men who've had them sign contracts. Here in Naxos, it's a different experience. We're going uh, to continue our travels after this. But uh, I'm really blown away. Julian and I are sitting here going, maybe we'll get a sperm donor here. Maybe we'll just have some fun with someone here. I mean, really opening my eyes. This week... This week on Hummus Hour, I want to just say how hard it is for lesbians to hit on women. Because every time a lesbian hits on a woman, she just thinks she's being friendly. You know? And my friend sent me a perfect tweet about this. I used to do a joke on stage about this. But it's true. And it really got me thinking about how every time I tell a woman she's beautiful, every time I, you know, want to say, God, you look so amazing in that. Whatever it is, they're just like, thanks, girl. You know, and you're like, no, I'm I'm wet right now. And shut up, sister. Thanks, sister. Like you could literally be like, I'm so wet for you. And they would be like, love you, girl. And it's like, no, please, please. Thank you. Please. I am turned on by you. Loving being here in Greece. Greek yogurt is very fresh. Very good. What else have we been eating here? Fresh fish. But surprisingly, in some of the other areas of Greece, it's lamb. It's goat, it's rooster, it's meat. By the end of the Italy trip with my sisters, I know people say Italy's the best food ever. Of course, it's amazing, but sometimes I don't want to have carbonara pasta at 11 a.m. for breakfast. It's a little much, and I'm not just talking about my weight, okay? It's just a lot, it's heavy. Like, to be on a beach and to order papara del ragu, like, please, can we do something lighter? Please, thank you, please, can we have a little bit lighter? Today on the pod, I have a comedian I'm a big fan of. I've always been a big fan of hers. And I was just so happy that we became friends when, I'm in a, when I uh, moved to L.A. And having her on the show was great. She's unique and special and funny. It's Allie Makovsky. And Allie takes the Kinsey scale test live on the pod. It's really fun. Uh, take, this, take the test along with us if you want. I don't care. Maybe you need to figure something out. It's always fun. I always take the test every six months just to check in, see if I'm still queer. Uh, we talk learning to shave, sleeping with Nazis, coming up in stand-up, writing jokes, relationships, and uh, being one of three girls. It's really fun. Enjoy the episode. I have some listener emails I'm going to go into next week. And keep sharing the pod Keep commenting, keep liking, keep subscribing. It means the world. Have an amazing week. So your podcast, it ended. Resting Bitch Pod. Resting Bitch Pod. You know, I'm not going to fully say that it ended because there is a chance that 
I come back. But yeah, I was just like so burnt out doing it. And also I was spending so much money on, you know, keeping it alive. And really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was paying for the producer to edit and all of that. So it wasn't lucrative for you enough. No. And you're like in debt from it. (laughs) No, but I was getting there. I was like, this isn't. And it was also like. At one point, I was getting a good amount of ad money, Mm -hmm. but I found out that the person doing my ads was lying about my downloads, which is why I was able to get so many ads. That's why doesn't everyone do that? I know. I was like, they were the the people who I work with were like, we have to fire her. And I was like, but why? If they don't know. Well, they must have been like. You know, you're each episode's getting twenty thousand clicks, and then you'd have like one person interested in like a Ridge wallet. Yeah, I mean, some of the ads did well. Yeah, so, what and, were you advertising on your podcast? You know, the classic Manscaped. Did one, you do Manscaped? I did Manscaped. How do you sell Manscaped? I have lots of pubic hair. But man, it's, oh, so man, Manscaped is also for women. It's as a, well. yeah, it's it's kind of like the word feminism, <sighs> where it's like. This feels so female forward, but really it's just about equality. equality and that's where manscaped. manscaped is like, yeah, it says man in it, but it's for anyone. So you with groom hair. your pubic hair with Manscaped? I did. I tried it out. Is it like a electric? They have electric options. Should I do the ad read right now? I'm just confused. Like, <laughs> does your pussy hair grow back like coarse? Is that a myth? I think that's a myth. My mother that's told me that when I was, because I wanted to shave. I wanted to shave my thighs Whoa, as a young slut. Jewish hairy teenager. I was like yeah. 12. Like you had like hair wrapping around your legs. Is that when you started shaving when you were 12? I think I was must have been. People were. I was starting to see some people in gym class had like the popular girls had like bare skin, mm-hmm. like glossy bare skin legs. And I was like, oh, oh, we're doing that now. It was either the popular girls shaved their legs mm-hmm. or they were like, white and blonde so their leg hair was just like cute somehow that was I was so jealous of that I mean I remember I had a mustache the first thing I learned was from my grandmother to bleach it yellow whoa did you ever you're not Jewish yeah well it's debatable it's debatable it depends on who you talk to Let's say I was talking to Hitler. What would he say? I Well, I have a joke about this because I'm Jewish on my dad's side, Eastern European Jewish. And my mom's side's Irish Catholic. Makovsky's the Russian side. But because it's not on my mom's side, people are like, you're not Jewish. And I'm like, okay, but I've had many a Jewish experience that I think would qualify me more than non-practicing yeah. like loser Jews. It would definitely, I mean... But the thing is, like, <laughs> no neo-Nazi. I, I accidentally slept with a white supremacist in high school. How did you find that out? After I had sex with him. What, what did you discover? My friend Sadie was sitting by him afterwards and was like, hey, Wes, did you know that Allie's Jewish? And he was like, what? But he never stopped and asked on your mom or your dad's side. You know? Did he do anything then or he just stopped talking to you? No, we never talked before or after or during. Right. So he kind of so was, was status like, quo. Yeah. But the look on his face was priceless. Wow. He was like, oh, that's really awful. Wait, where did you grow up? I grew up in Long Beach, California. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. So let me just say this before we really get into anything. I've had this idea in my mind for a while. Yeah. When I was a New York comedian uh-huh. that you were in some way my L.A. counterpart. Oh, interesting. I was always like, 
I guess if I was in LA, I'd be her. Interesting. Yeah. Like I, you were like doing clubs and you were like getting, you had like a good amount of attention and you were, everyone liked you. And I was like, I'd like to be her in LA. Wow. I was like, you know, I think I, I'm, I think I'm less cool than you overall, but don't, please don't feel free to disagree. Feel free to disagree. No, I, I think you're right. I did feel, I did feel that you were like, I was like living a parallel life because we were both these young white brunettes that like started, didn't you work the door at the comedy store? Yeah. Okay, so like I was like taking classes at Caroline's on Broadway Whoa. when I was, and when did you start working the door? You're like, I couldn't agree. You're like really insulted by this. No, I started, no, I'm I'm flattered. I started working the door maybe like three or four years into stand-up. You started while you were doing stand-up? Yeah. I didn't think that's how it worked. You're like getting on the stage. You're like, I guess I should start doing this now. Well, I wanted, I was like. By the way, how old are you? 26. Jeez, you're younger than me. Whatever. How old are you? 28. Oh, hardly. 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 Okay, so you're, you start doing stand-up and then what? You're, you start working at the door so that you can get spots at the store? Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to be kind of like part of the history in that way. It seems so cool when people work the door. There was like a different kind of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think, I think this will be good for me. I think when I first started comedy, I was like incapable of being a good employee because they had asked me to audition because you have to audition to be a door guy there. You have to like do a set to be a door guy. Yeah. Yikes. So you have to be like somewhat decent at comedy to work there. And I was 20 when I first started or 19 so I wasn't allowed to be there yeah but I would like sneak in and then at a certain point I was like just a bad employee I was like I don't want to work here because everyone's gonna hate me afterwards yeah and then by the time I was able to be like okay I can be a good employee I'm ready to like get development spots then I started working there but I only worked there for like six months as a door as a door guy why because it was annoying No, I mean, it was annoying, but it was also like I decided I was like, I'm going to work here until I'm too busy to work here until it gets like inconvenient and I have to start like getting my shifts covered. And so once that started happening, I was like, I'm that seems like the perfect amount of time to be doing that job. Yeah, there's some people that have been the door guy have been. So the comedy store has this program, right? What is it called? development spots no but this this idea that you can can be a comedian and you work the door and don't you also park the cars and like all of this stuff well there's different jobs it's like you're the seater like you seat people there's nothing like this in new york no but new york i mean yeah i mean in new york it feels like all you need is servers there all you need is servers right like there's no like cars to valet right no you're right yeah like new york is very self-sufficient I actually think there's a program at Broadway Comedy Club, which is, you know, I they gave me spots for a while when I was starting, but it's, it's just a disgusting club. Really? And Wait, is that the one? Did Eric Newman have a show there? Probably. You know I don't know. I don't know if I know Broadway. Is it, it like in the back of, show? of a bar? And it's like a pretty big layout? Yeah, it could. There's two rooms, but there's one that's oh, in no. the back of a bar. Mm-mm. Did he like film a show there? No, he just like, I remember on one of my first trips doing his show, but I don't remember. No, where. no. I think that must be New York Comedy Club. No. Okay. Anyway, I kind of had that, that feeling towards you. So when I first met you, I very much felt like I knew you. Yeah. Yeah. I think we first met in person at Jam in the Van. Jam in the Van. Yeah. You brought me up. Yeah. I was yeah. excited. Yeah, it was fun. And then we were just on a show last week together. Yeah, I hated it. 
You hated the show? You did great. No, it was very mediocre. Really? I thought it was good. I liked your Taco Bell joke. Thanks. I love that joke. It's really fun. I wanted to be like a 10 minute joke for no reason. I, I sometimes go on that journey and I know I'm losing them and I'll say in the middle of the joke, it's only a little bit longer and I know that doesn't do well for me, but I just, I don't know. Sometimes you just have fun going in your own like crazy space with it. Yeah. It just feels so silly and stupid. Yeah. So you have a boyfriend. I met your boyfriend at the show. Yeah. And we were saying before you posted your boyfriend on Instagram. You said, I know this will hurt my brand by showing that I have a boyfriend. Do you feel that you're, you are kind of like the sex kitten of comedy? I don't feel that way, but I think because I started young and people are perverts, like it it felt like whenever I posted, there was always some kind of sexual comment to it. <laughs> and so <laughs> sexual undertones. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so it was like, okay, well, clearly a lot of people follow me because they want to fuck me. Yeah. Or well, isn't that why you follow anyone? I don't there's not one person I follow that I wouldn't want to fuck. Why am I following you? I mean, there's clearly a I'm open to it. Sure. I think, yeah, I guess there's like a base level of like potentially we could have sex. I mean, if you reply. But there's a, but there's a good handful of people I follow who I would never want to be near me. No, of course. Of course. Who's your number one hate follow? Can we say it? I'm trying to think. I mean, there's plenty. Plenty of people. I hate. Most of them, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's people who I'm friends with, but like I, I obsessively watch their stories. You do. Kind of. I like keep in, like in like a like picking your own scab kind of way. No, it's more of like, let's see what they're up to. And do you judge but it's it? only to hurt myself because it's like I only follow people <laughs> who I admire or not follow like like my explore. Like when you go to search someone's name or whatever, mm -hmm. like I only keep people who I'm very fascinated to see what they post. But it's not because I hate them. So who, can I can I hear one person? Carly Aquilino. Sim I find her fascinating. I love her. I've never met her. Never met her. I would love to. I think she's funny. I think she's hot. She's so cool. She's cool. I, I totally agree. I like what she posts. The way she speaks, I'm always like, what'd you say? Yeah, I just want to hop in her skin. Yeah, I think that's a great call. Okay, so but you have this boyfriend. He's a pandemic boyfriend. He's a pandemic boyfriend. <laughs> I just start sending out emails. <laughs> You're like, looking up directions home. Yeah. He's You're like, what's uh, the traffic? Hang on, I'll be with you one second. So he's a pandemic boyfriend, and you said, you know, congratulations on getting engaged to me. Would you ever get married? Yeah, definitely. Oh, so you just don't want to, you're... I'm how just waiting. I just, I feel too young. I feel too immature. I feel too crazy. Yeah. I want to make sure that my shit is taken care of before I add someone else's shit into mine. Well, that sounds really reasonable. That sounds incredibly reasonable. You think so? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes me feel irresponsible for getting married. No, I think, I think, I just feel like I'm an I'm a nutcase in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, and I think that I philosophize myself so much that one, I need to like ask myself only like three questions a day before I commit to someone. And what are those questions? I don't know. I just, I feel like throughout the day, I'm just constantly... Asking if you should be with him. No, 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 no. That's like once a day. <laughs> Every should other I be day. With this guy? But I just feel like I'm so hyper self-aware in an unhealthy way that like yeah. once I can tone that down, 
then you could maybe like exist more peacefully. Yes, absolutely. Got it. Okay. So when we're talking though, I was like, I need you to come on the pod. And you were like, of course, I want to come on the pod. And you said, I want to take, you said this. I didn't say this. You said, I want to take the Kinsey, Kinsey scale test on the pod. Because uh-huh. it is Pride Month. It is Pride Month, but I was curious. Yeah. I, I, and I appreciate that, you know. You reaching out to comedians and saying, I, I will come on the pod and I will take, you know, Kinsey scale tests and do things like that. But is do you have a question? You said I take this test a lot. I'm asking you, why are you? Ta- how do you identify? I took this test the other day. Oh, I just remembered. What? I just remembered a straight girl comedian from New York saying she wanted to fuck you. Really? A straight woman? I'll tell you after. I can't oh, say it on the pod. Damn it. Do I know this person? I'm sure you do. I love... She's like, I, I'm hanging around. I'm seeing if I can make it happen, but it's feeling like a no. But she's straight. Not anymore. Whoa. No, I mean, like, I think, you know, in the same way that no one's straight. Okay. But I was like, that's how I found you first. Whoa. Years ago. I love just... the. I love knowing that people want to have sex with me. Oh, yeah. They're out there. It's fun. So, I know. Isn't that a great thing yeah. to hear today? So... What's the deal? You take this test. Why do you take this? Um, it was less like I want to take an actual Kinsey test on the podcast. It was more of like I want you to like ask questions that wouldn't be on a Kinsey test, but are very clearly gay things. You know what I mean? No. Like when I was little, I'll give you an example. When mm. I was little, I lived in this neighborhood and someone in the neighborhood drove a wooden like the wooden designed PT cruiser. Oh, God. Yeah. And I was like, when I'm an adult. That's gonna be my car, and, and you're my saying that's inherently like, gay. Yeah, my sisters were like, "That's a lesbian car." Yeah, and so many experiences in my childhood, my sisters were like, "You're a lesbian." Yeah, and I do. You, do you have two sisters? I have two older sisters. I have two younger. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm seeing this. I could see you. I'm having this image of you showing up to family events and everyone saying. She's a lesbian. Yeah, absolutely. My sisters have been waiting for me to come out of the closet. I don't. To get back to your question, I don't really identify as anything. Like if people were to ask, I'd be like, oh, I'm straight. But I have, you know. Caught a finger? I've I've caught in fingers. I've given fingers. Fingers have been handed out in exchange. Do you have a more sort of formative adolescent experience? Or- um, And then, I mean, I think it's important to note that during my childhood years, my sisters always called me a lesbian And so when I was getting older, maybe in like high school, I started to be like, do they know something? Because I've always been boy crazy. But I'm on what? You're boy crazy? Oh, yeah. But now I'm watching all these TikToks and I'm diagnosing myself with ADHD and autism and being uh, homosexual. And so you're saying homosexuality is an illness. It does fall into the category of diseases. Yeah. Mental illnesses, <laughs> diseases. No, um, but some girl was like, yeah, I'm a lesbian, but I was so boy crazy growing up. But that's because of validation. And I'm like, there's too much information. Right. But, you know, I think ultimately. Did you ever have a crush on a girl? So here's the thing. Yeah. In high school, I had this best friend. Middle school and high school, I had this best friend. Questionable what my relationship was with her. I was obsessed with her. I wanted to wear all her clothes. She smoked weed for the first time without me. I was heartbroken. So I'm like, I wonder if that was like just a genuine friendship or if maybe I was like in love with my best friend. Pining for her or something. But you're still not sure. Still not sure. I mean, I wouldn't want to hook up with her now, but I'm just curious. I'm I'm like, well, maybe that was just an emotional thing. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I'm so jealous of people that like 
had these questions and then didn't like torture themselves over it. Like you were like, oh, maybe I liked her. Whereas I was like wanting to like, I was like in the bathroom, like just like throwing myself around, like cutting myself, crying. Like why? Yeah. Like why were you so okay with it? I maybe guess because thought, I'm not. Because you're not gay. Yeah, maybe because I'm not gay. And if you are gay, you would actually feel ashamed. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let me, I'm going to ask you some, there's seven questions. I yeah. think we're going to figure this out like really quickly. I mean, I took it the other day. I know what the, Why? See, why are you even taking it the other day? Like there's a lot going, like I don't get why you're just taking it at home. Because me and my, my me and my beautiful lesbian boyfriend. Um, he identifies as lesbian? I identify him as lesbian. Just for Pride Month. Yeah. That's um, really, that is so supportive. Yeah. yeah. Me and my boyfriend were watching Hacks. Okay. And on Hacks. I've heard of it. Hacks, they did a Kinsey. They were talking about the Kinsey. So I was like, we should both take it. And how did he come out? Are you allowed to share? He came out, um. He came out as 100% faggot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out he actually wants men. Mm-hmm. It's like when gay experiences have happened to you. But you're he not came out gay. As assaulted. He came out as a molested child. Oh my god! I'm that's that's really freaky, and I'm sorry to hear that. But you know, okay, he's fine. Okay, seven questions. The first, I'm going to say, uh, to whom are you attracted? Here are your options. Ready? Okay. Both men and women. Uh-huh. Mostly people of the opposite sex from mine. Uh-huh. Mostly people of the same sex as mine. Only people of the opposite sex. Only people of the same sex. Mostly people of the opposite sex. Okay. I'll but have I been trained that way? Has society trained well, me? Well, I don't know. Do you see a woman and you're like attracted or you're just not? Do Sometimes, you see a man? but it's mostly men. Okay, so you answered accurately. Yeah, yeah, mostly men. But so, and, and I always wanted to understand this about straight women. When you see a man, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Wow, yeah. interesting. What's your favorite body part on a man? Don't say dick though. No. No, my favorite body part on a man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, who have you had sex with? Both men and women. Both men and women, but I prefer people of the opposite sex. Both men and women, but I prefer prefer people of the same sex. Only people of the opposite sex. Only people of the same sex. That was so much. Both men and women. I've had sex with both men and women. But I prefer... And then, and then the options are, but I prefer the opposite sex or I prefer the same sex. I don't know if I prefer, I like both. So I both think. men and women, yeah. no preference. Yeah. I hey, think both it's getting are, gayer. I think both are disgusting in some ways and both are really nice in some ways. Yeah. You know? Yes. Who have you had sexual fantasies about? Both, mostly opposite, mostly same, only opposite, only same. I know that's not true. Both. So not mostly one. No, because I don't really think to. My brain... These qu- You're going to turn out lesbian on I, this. Well, no, it's going to come out bisexual. With whom do you form strong emotional bonds? Both men and women. Mostly people of the opposite sex. Mostly people of the same sex. Only people s- of the same sex. I would say people. mostly people of opposite sex. Emotional bonds? You only you mostly form with men. Yeah, I'm a guy's. I'm a guy's girl. Are you really? <laughs> no, but <laughs> but kind of. I do feel. Um, I do seek emotional connections with men. I like. I wonder what it's like to have an emotional connection with a man. I don't think it's reciprocated, but yeah. I think to me, I'm like I'm bearing my heart to you. Really? Okay. Yeah. Who do you feel the most comfortable so- socializing with? Oh, you know what? Can we go back to the last question? Yeah. You want to change it? She's changing an answer. Allie Mikofsky changing an answer on the Kinsey scale test. Question four. What was the question again? With whom do you form strong emotional bonds? 
Both men and women. Okay, both, both. Okay. Question five, who do you feel the most comfortable socializing? Men. Mostly people. But Would you say say mostly people of the opposite sex or only? Mostly. And what does that mean, socializing with? I think most of my friends are guys. I have a lot of female friends as well, but I think mostly like I do tend to hang out with. I heard you're going to Universal with Fink. Yeah, we were thinking, I think I have to cancel on him. Okay, then I, I think he was going to get breakfast with me, but he had plans with you, so now I'm out. You can have breakfast. Okay, yeah. You're back. The idea of having sex with someone of the opposite sex for mine is desirable, interesting, tolerable, <laughs> negative, or disgusting. I'd say interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's fascinating, <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> the idea of having sex with someone of the same sex as mine desirable. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, sorry. Was the last question about that was men. Oh, okay. Is that desirable? Yeah, it's desirable. Okay. And then having sex with women is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're completing the test. Uh Uh-oh. $75 you can learn if you are gay. No, this makes you bisexual. You are bisexual. So, and by the way, this test, it's flawless. And it's completely accurate. There's a lot of room for nuance. Zero margin of error. If you answer these seven questions, you will label yourself and it's I get permanent. a float at the Pride Parade. Yeah. So you congratulations tell, on being bisexual. Thank you so much. This is huge. I wow. can't wait to get shirts at Target. That's amazing. So do you have now you need to have bisexual routine and you make sure when your agents submit you to stuff, they say Ali Makovsky, bisexual comedian. Yeah. Because you'll get more parts. Okay. Very important to know. Yeah. How do you feel now that you're not straight? Not good. Yeah. Not good. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. I don't. Here's the thing. Do you feel like I'm treating you differently already? Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel special. I feel more important to you. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing is. I've kind of always known this to be true. I just don't, I don't, you know Robbie Hoffman. Just texting with her a minute ago. Love her. But I'm in. I talk about Robbie Hoffman on every episode of the podcast and she's been on because I'm so addicted to her. obsessed with her. Why is she so fucking funny? It's because she knows exactly who she is and she does not give a single fuck about anyone else's opinions. I I think it's so admirable to be like that. I love her. She has the strongest backbone, not physically. She also she has the strongest small. accent. Yeah. Which I love. It's incredible. I love it. But I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Um, you want to fuck Robbie? Is that what you're saying? No, she's too, she's too small. Oh, but it, so what was the point of bringing up Robbie? The point of bringing up Robbie is that Robbie's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be a straight woman. I'm going to be the last she, her, you know, whatever. What, Robbie said that? Yeah, Robbie's like, I'm going to identify as a straight woman. I don't get what you mean. Just in the, in the sense of like, I feel like it's so, I feel like I know people who really oversaturate the bisexual identifying. I know. It's very easy to throw it around. It's so easy to be bisexual these days. I just, I don't want whoever I'm sleeping with to be like the the most interesting or important thing I to get know that. about me. You know? I get that. By the way, one thing that all queer people have is a lightning bolt tattoo. I want to get it removed, but not because of that. I It's really bad. It looks a little bit Hitler-y, it, like white pride. It looks a little like, yeah, like threatening. Yeah, I don't like it at all. What does it mean? 
Nothing. I was waiting at an open mic in my first year of comedy and right next door was a tattoo shop. And I said, why not kill some time? Wow. I am so, I so admire people that have it's just so that bad. little, that little respect for their body. Do you have any other body. tattoos? This, so you're gonna, you're gonna think this is, I don't know what you're gonna think this is. I, there's a tattoo place in LA. Also, can I vape in here? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Am I allowed to vape? Ashley? Okay, no vaping. It's corporate. It's not pot, it's CBD. No, it's nicotine. I mean, it doesn't make a difference, I'm sure. But there's no smoke. There's some There's some vapors. All right, I'll, we'll, tell all now. we'll tell her now. Yeah. There's a place in Los Angeles mm-hmm. called Ephemeral Tattoo. This sounds familiar. This is so pathetic. Oh, is that the, is, is yours a temporary tattoo? This is so pathetic of me. Wow. But my ex had like a million tattoos, like Kra- Zoe Kravitz style. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. And I was always like, I want these tattoos. I w- would love to like be in my 20s and have tattoos. However, I don't like these 75-year-old women with wrinkly skin and like the word believe. Sure. Kind of bleeding through this like... So I, I tried these tattoos. I got these tattoos. You get them like with a tattoo gun. Yeah. And they go away in 16 months. So I got like three of them. Isn't this well, funny? How much I got, longer I got, do you have? I got my, my fiance's name and we were laughing because I was like, listen... If we're still together at the end of the two years, I'll just keep re-upping it. How much longer do you have with these tattoos? I think I have like eight more months. Okay. I'm curious if they fully go away. I was curious about that too. Because you might, it might look like a little bit of dirt, you know? I hope it doesn't look like dirt, but what I think, like, look at this. It has that like line Whoa. there. Yeah. Like I think it might look like you ever see those people with the white ink tattoos? Yeah, or like people who are at the beginning stages of their tattoo removal process. Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't look like that. What so what are your other tattoos? Is this like a rude question? Some no. people get freaked out. Some people are like, don't ask people what their my ex was like, don't ask people what their tattoos mean. I was like, Oh, none of my tattoos mean anything. I have the lightning bolt, I have the butterfly, I have mom. Oh yeah, what is mom? I wanted to get dad inside of a heart, like a banner. Like, but as a joke, yeah? Kind of, yeah. Okay. But I knew that my mom would be devastated if I got a dad tattoo and not a mom tattoo. So I was like, I'll just get mom first and then I'll get dad. But then I was like, I don't want both of my parents on my body. Wait, so why did you, you felt so guilty about the idea that your I mom didn't would feel, feel guilty? Well, yeah, I felt guilty that my mom would feel terrible. So now you have just a so tattoo. I just have mom. That is so weird. Yeah. It's Does she great. like it? She doesn't care. I mean, I think part of her is like, nice, I got one. Yeah. My, Larry didn't. But... is your, your dad's name is Larry. Yeah. When my dad helps out around the house, we call him Larry. It's What's his name? William. Why Larry? I don't know why. That's, that's what we call his sort of like... N- that's what we call his character when he's like trying to help with like the customer experience around the house. Like when he fixes stuff. Like we're like, dad, the TV doesn't work. We got, can you send Larry in? Cause Larry's the name of the opposite. Like Larry's the guy who wouldn't fix anything. Like Larry's. Oh, Cause he's lazy. Yeah. But Larry's like, Larry's, Larry is blue collar. Larry is very blue collar. Larry's like serviceman with a tool. He'll show up late and like kind of try and fix it. It'll break the second he leaves. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of where I'm coming from. What is your mother's name? Jennifer. Okay. She's a princess. Yeah. Jennifer was such a... Cl- Jennifer was like... When I would play house growing up, I would always grab that name. Really? Yeah. Did you play like make-believe games with sister- your sisters? Not with my sisters. They're seven and five years older than me. So they, they wouldn't tolerate any imaginative play no, with you? No. 
No. But they, were, they were just like, you stupid dyke. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, you guys want to play house? She's a lesbian. Yeah. So what games did you play? Did you play games growing up? No, um, you were you were basically an only child. Kind of, yeah, in a way. No, my the games I played was just like trying to fit in with my sisters. But I would play, I would play like school with my friends and we're just like giving free tutoring lessons to each other. We're like, did you get the assignment earlier? That's so funny. And the, so that's, a, it, we had such... I'm thinking like with three girls, we had like the weirdest games we would play. Like, yeah. We played this one game. What's the age difference between you and your sisters? I'm 28. Jackie's 26. Sammy's 24. Oh, yeah. 23. So you guys are all like close. We can all like chill. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it was fun. I was a senior when my sister was a freshman in high school, which was kind of cool. That is cool. I got to be like, hey, my older sister's the loser. Yeah. <laughs> Were you a loser? Senior year, I became popular because I started getting drunk. Nice. Before that, I was like no currency yeah but I was funny and then I was getting wasted and people are like oh Colbert can come around but would never hook up with anyone because I was a lesbian yeah and did you always know that I was a lesbian uh -huh. yeah I mean I was just like stressed out about it a lot and was like I guess I'll lie about this forever like how is this gonna work you know I've never seen a lesbian like there were no lesbians in my school lesbian yeah. was just an insult there was Rosie O'Donnell and yeah. Ellen yeah I was like, I kind of want to hook up with a hot girl, not like Rosie. Yeah. Speaking of fucking Robbie Hoffman, she has an amazing joke about that where she says the only representation, it's so true, the only representation she had and a lot of lesbians had in like the 90s was Rosie O'Donnell. And she's, she says, I would let Rosie like, I would imagine like I would let Rosie go down on me with like the lights off and I would yeah. do like countdown. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. We would play this game called Sisters of the Blind. We, we would name our games, by the okay. way. So there would be like a catalog of games. Whoa. And the, yeah. That's very like... It was like cinematic in a way. Yeah. And the game was that my sisters and I were all nurses in a convent. That's so specific and weird. And I was blind. I was a blind... Did I say nurses? I meant nuns. Oh, okay. And I was a blind nun. Huh. And, they, and then like what was the objective of the game? Or like what kind of did it always play out? Yeah, I mean, look, it changed every time. But generally, the story was that I was blind and had to kind of do things. That's also how boring being <laughs> Jewish is that you're like, let's play nuns. I don't want to be the rabbi. I like, yeah, it was just like, I'm blind. I need to kind of get support to go through my daily sort of Catholic duties. Okay, so I guess it was more about being blind than it was about being nuns. I think, yeah, I think the 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 nun part was like a backdrop. Sure. A backdrop to the game. I would play a game called Paralyzed, and I would lay down on the floor and say, I've, I've lost all feeling in my limbs. Yeah. And just get carried around <laughs> and just get it seems carried. like you just wanted your sisters to like really handle you like you just wanted to like just be taken care <laughs> yeah, of I guess I was like fascinated with like the fantasy of I'm not talking about a good fantasy but just like the fantasy of like what would it be to live with disability I was talking about this to someone and every time I've mentioned it people have been like what are you talking about that's insane but when I was little like if I would go to Target with my family I would pretend to have a limp to see if people would like stare at me or be intrigued <laughs> And everyone's like, why would you like, I've never done that. And I was like, I just, I feel like maybe when I was younger, I was just so fascinated by people who, you know, had some kind of handicap and I wanted in on it a little bit. I completely understand. It's like you're at a young age where like the, you're all you're seeing is the, the different sort of like attention. And yeah. like, yeah, I really, I totally get 
putting a limp on yeah in target i mean this is like obviously this is a little bit hack but we would of course do like the wheelchair thing in disney world what do you mean you would get a wheelchair at disney mm-hmm. wow <laughs> would you no you I should think, do it sunday with jack i think in high school i wanted to i've always been lazy yeah and I really wanted to just, I mean, first of all, you get to go front of the line. Second of all, you don't have to walk as much. Too amazing, amazing. But I think I chickened out and I like started feeling guilty. But I went to Disneyland when I was growing up. We lived next to someone whose husband like designed the Hollywood Tower of Terror or something. And so she took me to Disneyland with my sisters and we were waiting in line and I was sitting on the rail and she was like, get up. God gave you feet. Use them. Oh and my everything God. was like very, I didn't realize she was a religious woman in any way. Yeah. But anytime I did something, she'd be like, God gave you this. You have to use it. Oof. I don't like that. And I was like, yeah, but I'm also tired. God gave me the ability to be, <laughs> to exhaust my energy. Yeah. God, God gave someone the ability to make rails for people to lean on. Yeah. God gave me wild. the ability to nap. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. I would want to go home. Was your mother there? No. You were just with this this woman yeah i was kind of i was the kid that was like handed off to people oh the younger yeah you're it just like fun. the young young lesbian that they love yeah. hey, you guys take her to the tower tower you know one time my sisters called me a lesbian because i had sideburns which i didn't realize everyone has sideburns right just depending on how sort of pronounced there was nothing notable about my sideburns it was just i didn't realize that's what that was called and my yeah. sisters made fun of me they were like you're a lesbian you have sideburns and then one time i shaved my legs yeah and and they were like, Allie, did you shave your legs? And I was like, no, the razor slipped in the shower. And they're like, <laughs> and, and she- it shaved your entire <laughs> leg, the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, it just kept falling down. Why were you not allowed to shave? No, I started. Well, this was like way too early. I started shaving in third grade. I had really, really, really hairy, dark hair, thick, On your hairy legs. legs. Yeah. So, so she, she taught me and all the sisters how to shave. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember on the bus, there was this one girl, you know, you ever met those freaks who would shave their arms? Yeah. And they're, they're like, oh, I shaved my arms and they would let you touch them. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who shaved her happy trail and my sisters were like, ew, your friend, sh-. my sisters are so judgmental. Wow. Yeah. Um, They're like, ew, your friend shaves her happy trail because I wanted to. And they were like, Don't I did. Do that. I did shave mine once. They're like, it's going to grow back thicker and darker. It doesn't. That's not true. Honestly, if there's anything you take away from this podcast, it's that you're bisexual and that you, if you shave your hair, it doesn't grow back thicker. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two notable. That's really the key moments of the episode. Tell people where to find you. Anyway, I, d- I do shave my happy trail now. And we're going to post a picture of that. With, Please do. With the pod. You can find me at not Allie Mac on Instagram and Twitter and all of that. Not Allie Mac. I used to have Allie Makovsky, but then I got somewhat doxxed. So I had to find a new username. What did you do? Now Allie Makovsky, it's just a spam Instagram that's like selling Ray-Bans. <laughs> what did you do that you got dogs? It's not funny, probably. No it, no, it is actually really funny and really embarrassing. I went to this Shia LaBeouf like art project thing. Yeah, perfect. Keep going. Truly embarrassing. And it was like live stream 24-7 and yeah. I was really corny and embarrassing and people found all my information and started doxing me. But why? Just because you were there? Just because I was there and I think that they, it was like white supremacists who had like kind of taken over the live stream and like started showing up there and I think they might have found out I was Jewish. 
Wow. See, and that's the thing where I'm like, people. Yeah, you're right. That's hysterical. Yeah. People who are <laughs> Jewish are like, oh, Ali, you're not Jewish. And I'm like, I think half is enough for most people. Yeah. That, that qualifies for anti-Semitism. Yeah. So, Jesus. No more. Not Ali Mack. Yeah. Not Ali Makovsky. Not, not Ali, Ali Mack. Mack. Not Ali Mack. Thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. 